Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Um, Today's episode, we're going to talk about the U.S. debt. Uh, I will say the U.S. debt is about $100 trillion. I know it's hard for you to, for us to digest that number. $100 trillion is a hard number to swallow, to digest mentally, because most of us, we go to work, uh, we do our daily routine. We, we barely take, uh, think about it. But that number came to me while I was watching a documentary on the U.S. economy. It was an ec- economic um, professor out of uh, Cambridge, London, Cambridge University in London. So as I was watching the, the documentary, it just dawned on me. I was saying to myself, what, start, what was the catalyst of this, you know, the U.S. debt? Um, the main catalyst, this, the main catalyst of it is the Federal Reserve Bank, which is a Ponzi, uh, Ponzi scheme. Is it, to simplify, the Federal Reserve Bank was started in 20, uh, 1913 during uh, when uh, Woodrow Wilson was the president. Um, they decided they passed it into law on December 23rd, 1913, by Congress. Uh, at that time, the Congress was mostly Democrat, which what you call Democrats. Um, and well, when Wilson was also a Democrat, also he passed it into law while they they passed it into law while he was on vacation overseas. Now I have to be objective here. He was not there when Congress they, they passed it during the, the right before the break, right before the Christmas break. So they push it. Now the whole idea is not a bad idea the, the federal the, the central bank idea is not a bad idea if the u.s congress control it or if they if it was backed up by gold so none of those things because when you have you know international bankers control your currency you got a big problem and that's the problem we face as american that live in this country uh, our dollars the u.s dollars do not backed by anything now you say, how did you come up with the hundred trillion dollars? Let's break it down. When you look at healthcare, you look at Medicare, Social Security, those two combined might be sixty to eighty trillion dollars combined. You look at the national debt, another hundred twenty trillion dollars. Then you look at the international debt that America owed to Japan, to France, to England, and China. You're looking about roughly between ten trillion dollars right there. That's how they come up with the hundred trillion dollar number. Most Americans are not aware of that number because, you know, for most of us, we work nine to five, we go to work, we don't think about those things. And it's not our job, it's the politician's job to really think, you know, to find a way to solve, to resolve this problem. Mainly, is to dismantle the Federal Reserve Bank. And this is what JFK was fighting for the whole time. That's why he put like he created he put five billion dollars in, in gold coins, just so he can um, revamp or dismantle the Federal Reserve Bank. Most president and the, the the his executive order still can be overturned because nobody have touched it because they're scared of being you know assassinated. So a lot of presidents have deviated from um, dismantle to try they they. they uh, uh, they deviate from dismantle the, the Federal Reserve Bank. Um, uh, consequently, that's why we have this problem. That's why we have this large national debt. At that time, during the 1962, 
the our debt was about 20 25 billion dollars i went up and looked it up it was about 25 billion dollars and jeff kiss said we cannot behave like this we can't go on like this and all those wars that america participate have also put us in a hole secondly those bases that we have throughout the world i think america have roughly between 700 to a thousand bases. don't quote me on this go look it up for yourself and sure improve i want you to be critical thinker go look it up for yourself they have roughly about 700 bases to a thousand bases around the world and the defense budget i think is roughly about two trillion dollars it might be a trillion dollars annually so that's a lot of money being spent outside the country. Plus, we give Israel $50 billion. You know I'm not going to leave Israel out of this. Israelis, they get $50 billion. Whether we have a recession or no recession, they still get $50 billion annually. Most Americans are not aware of that. That's another problem why we're so broke. America has plenty of money when it comes to the value of the country. But when it comes to hard cash, we don't have that kind of money. So, like I said before, the Federal Reserve Bank, to simplify, is a Ponzi, is a Ponzi scheme. It's, that's what it is. It's a Ponzi scheme because the U.S. dollar is not backed up by any gold or silver, okay? Nixon, in 1971, he took the U.S. dollar off the gold standard. Okay, 1971, I think November 1971, Nixon, President Nixon took the U.S. dollar off the gold standard. So let's go back to 1913. During that time, uh, President Woodrow Wilson, go look him up. President Woodrow Wilson was the president of the United States. He's a Southerner. He's a racist. So he was part of that trend. But to his credit, he was a, uh, while he, before he left office, he said his biggest regret is passing the Federal Reserve Act. And at that time, they had a meeting in Jekyll Island here in Georgia. If you guys from from Georgia, you're from the Southeast, you know where Jekyll Island is and Georgia is in the East Coast. So they had a meeting where all the international bankers got around to centralize, to create the central bank, which they named the Federal Reserve Bank, which is neither federal or reserve. I know a lot of you guys say, oh, it's federal, John. No, it's not. It's not federal. Your federal government have no control over that, over that thing. It's controlled by international bankers. That's why most of us, I, me, myself, I used to think, I used to think of it as a federal reserve, as a federal thing, but it is not. Your government did not control that bank. It's a, it's a private entity. It's not federal or reserve. So all this fiat money they've been printing out of thin air they have no money, no gold or silver to back it up. So I, I know you have heard of a, a Murray or those of us who study history. A Murray is, is a currency that they're working on. They're already working on it. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna get rid of the U.S. dollar. They're gonna bring the Murray. The Murray is gonna be used by Canada, Mexico, and the United States. Those three countries I just mentioned going to use the Murray. That's the next currency they're going to bring to the market. So I don't know when they're going to implement it. Maybe next year, maybe 10 years from now, maybe five years from now. We don't know when they're going to implement this new currency. But we have to understand that this is, I do this for the average listener because most of us don't have the time to look up stuff. You have to make time because your politicians should be talking about those. 
this should be in the forefront of the, uh, the topic they talk about. They barely talk about the U.S. debt. Uh, once in a blue moon, they might mention it, but they never really talk about it and how they're going to you know, take care of it. So the U.S. debt is about $100 trillion, like I told you before. When you factor in Medicare, Social Security, uh, our national debt and international debt that we have, you combine them together, that's where the $100 trillion came from. When I was watching the documentary a couple of years ago, I think it's been five years, about four years now, back in 2015. Uh, 2016, I was watching it. I think between 2016 and 2015, I was watching the documentary. Like I said, it was an economist professor at a Cambridge University. Cambridge University, those of us who don't know, that's in London, England. So it's a, I'm not an economist. I don't claim to be one. I'm just speaking from my perspective. You may have your own perspective. I'm just speaking from my perspective. I watched the documentary. I said, let me go look at it for myself to see. I, would, I was aware of the U.S. debt. I know the U.S. debt was, at that time was about $7 trillion dollars. Since Obama left, he had risen to $20 trillion. So he had risen to $20 trillion. A lot of us don't have the time to look it up. And I would advise all of you guys to take a time, take, take, take a time out and go look it up for yourself for you to get a better understanding, a better comprehension what's going on in this country, what's being taking place. Your politicians, whether they're de- Democrats, Republicans, they never talk about the U.S. debt. And that's, that is, that's what's going to break the cameras back. And I told you guys before, there's going to be another recession. Uh, it kinda, it, there's other people talking about it. They, we're going to face another recession. This time it's going to be 10 times worse than 2008. I repeat, the next recession we're going to face is going to be 10 times worse than 2008. Remember what happened in 2008 before Obama got into office. So... You know what happened back then. You know what happened in 1985 when the market crashed during the Reagan administration. Most of us, we forgot that the market did crash because what happened um, during Reagan administration, he deregulated the market. He deregulated the housing market. So therefore, consequently, the, 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 the stock market crashed in 1986, or I think 85. It might be 85 or 86. Uh, don't quote me on this. You can go look it up for yourself. But what I'm saying is that we need to investigate and research the U.S. debt to see how we're going to solve this issue. It's a, interna- it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a national issue. It's an issue that's going to face all of us, regardless of creed, uh, religious belief, and sex, whatever it is. It is it, a sin, all that. So we have to look into that and we have to press our politician, whether it's your senator, your governor, your mayor, your U.S. Congress. We have to pressure them to find a way to tell them how you, got, how you guys going to resolve the U.S. debt. They need to give a specific. A lot of those guys, they give us a, 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 this, this, you know, vague question, like this vague answer. Well, we'll take care of it. And do time. But no, no, no. We need specific how you're going to resolve this U.S. debt. It's detrimental to our growth. Because if you look at this country, our GDP is about, what, $20 trillion a year? Or maybe $10 trillion a year? I think it's about 10, 10 to $15 trillion a year. That's our GDP. So we are the richest country in the world. So how come we have $100 trillion debt? I told you, the capitalists... 
of that debt came from the Federal Reserve Act. The Federal Reserve Act was passed in December 23rd, 1913. I'll repeat, this Federal Reserve Bank was, uh, Act was passed on December 23rd, 1913 by a U.S. Congress right before the rental break. Right before the rental break, at that time, uh, President Woodrow Wilson was visiting France and England. While he was visiting overseas, Congress pushed it into, pushed it into uh, law. So that was his biggest regret when he left office. They, were, they asked him, what was his biggest regret? Is signing off on the um, Federal Reserve Bank Act. He knew that that was going to damage the country, our economy. Because you cannot let, the whole idea is not bad, is who implemented it. If it was implemented by the U.S. Congress and controlled by the U.S. Congress, it would have been a great idea. But because it's controlled by international bankers, that's why it's a bad idea. Because we don't have no control of that currency and then it's not backed up by any goal whatsoever. And that's something we must understand and must comprehend. It's not backed up by any any goal. Just like the, the pound, the British pound is, is backed up by gold. You see, they break away from the union, from the European Union. You wonder why. There you go. The Brixton. You see the Brixton have been a big topic in England. So they break away from that. So we, as Americans, have to dismantle, we have to ask Congress to dismantle the Federal Reserve Bank and IRS, but I will just focus on the Federal Reserve Bank right now. Because though it's a Ponzi scheme, it's, to simplify, it's a, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme. That's, that's how I will put it. You know, that, that currency is fiat money, it's paper money. It doesn't work for them. A lot of you guys on Instagram showing off your money, but you don't even know the value of the money. It doesn't have no value. The U.S. dollar don't have... The, most countries like India and other countries, they don't take U.S. dollars. They take franc, they take pound, yen. They don't take the U.S. currency. Okay? That's what most Americans don't understand. When you go overseas and travel... There's a lot. There's a there's a big a lot of countries now. They don't, they're not taking the U.S. dollars anymore, and that's just the same problem Saddam Hussein had with uh, the U.S. Uh, government, because at that time he didn't want to use the U.S. currency anymore. He wanted to use um, the pound, and consequently they had a fallout between him and Bush Senior, Poppy. So they had a fallout. So therefore they say, okay, you're not going to use our currency. So we're gonna uh, take we're gonna take over your oil field. And that's why the Gulf War was started. Most people forget about that. So there's a lot. You have to know that you have to know how to connect the dots, and to get a better understanding, understanding what took place and what's going to take place in the future. Like I told you, this hundred million dollar debt is detrimental to our growth, our financial growth, because we are facing another recession. Most economists are talking about it. They said. Like I told you guys before, the stock market is rigged. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. All those numbers they're coming up with is not accurate. It's not accurate or doable. So don't believe the hype. Even the employment rate too, don't believe the hype also. It's a big hype. It's a facade. It's not real. So what I'm saying is you have to do your due diligence to look up stuff for yourself, for your family, so that way to know how you're going to navigate during this recession. A lot of us are going to suffer. A lot of us is going to suffer, unfortunately. 
And that's something we have to press our Congress, our representative in Washington, D.C., to tell us what they're going to do with the U.S. Um, debt, how they're going to resolve this problem. Because this problem faces all of us, regardless of class, race, religious belief. It affects all of us, okay? Black, yellow, green, yellow, it doesn't matter. It affects all of us throughout this country. So that's something we need to address with Congress and our senators that we've sent to Washington. The problem is, here's the problem. I'm sorry to say it like this. A lot of those senators and representatives in Washington, D.C., they are being pimped out. I told you guys before. They are being pimped out by lobbyists. Lobbyists are what, they, what I would call a pimp. They give them those tangibles like, you know, Royce Royce, nice pension, nice house in the hill, nice Omani suits, and nice Rolex and Cuban cigars and all the good stuff, the intangible that they give them. And millions of dollars in the campaign so they, they feel compelled not to say anything about what's going on. And that's the problem we need to resolve as, as people who go out there and vote for those representatives. We need to address that head on because our children gonna our children children gonna suffer moving forward. So the, the US debt is is imperative that we solve the US debt right now. And that is gonna take a while because $100 trillion, there's a lot of stuff you have to get rid of. Me, my first thing is dismantle the Federal Reserve Bank. That's first and foremost. Secondly, close all the bases around the world, okay? All the freaking U.S. bases. Now, we don't need those bases. For what? We need to police our own country. We're policing the world, but we're not taking care of our problem here in America. We spend trillions of dollars every year policing the world, when we should be policing our own country. So I'll dismantle most of the U.S. base. You know, they probably give me a JFK. But what I'm telling you that we need to address this issue head on because it affects all of us. It affects all Americans. So the U.S. debt is going to affect all of us here. Whether you, have a, whether you edu- educate, uneducate, that's irrelevant. Whether you 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 rich, poor, yellow, brown, white, it doesn't matter. It's going to affect all of us. So we need to address it with our politician, whether it's the mayor of your city, your city council, your senator, your governor, your president now. We need to address those things. Because that hundred trillion dollars ain't going away. It's gonna go up and up. Who knows, the next 10 years, it might be $200 trillion. Who knows, it might be $150 trillion. So those are the things we have to fight. I tell people, when you turn 70s, you're not going to get Social Security. Let me be clear on that. Most of us who are going to be baby boomers in the next 20 years, you're not going to get no Social Security. You can kiss that goodbye. Social Security will be bankrupt by then. Next 20 years now, Social Security is going to be bankrupt. Medicare is going to be bankrupt. That's something you must understand. Those two things I just mentioned, Medicare and Social Security, they're going to be bankrupt within 10 to 20 years from now. So when we turn 65 or 70, there's not going to be no money left. And they are, we have spent trillions of dollars in Social Security and Medicaid. But when we turn 70, we're not going to get that money. That money is going to be gone. 
Like I say, America's up for sale. China's buying America wholesale. They're buying Detroit. They're buying all those um, buildings in Detroit and convert them to factories. So America's for sale. The Arabs are buying America. The European, Russia is buying America. America's up for sale because America's in debt. And that's the reality of it. I know it's, it's a tough pill for us to swallow, but that is the reality what we're facing right now. That is the reality of it. And we need to address it with a politician. We need to address it head on. We can't throw it under the rug anymore. Because, like I told you, remember what happened in 2008 when Obama had just got elected, when the market crashed. And what pissed me off is Obama, you know, he bailed out all the bankers. He should not even bail out the bankers. He should have bailed out the American people who were suffering. But he bailed out the international bankers. They create this whole positive scheme. They create all this uh, nonsense. They create all that. That was their doing. That was their creation. They should pay for it themselves. But we bailed them out. So that being said, we have to be vigilant. And we have to research things. Don't take nothing for face value. Go look it up and get a better understanding of what's taking place in the past. And what's going to take place in the future. You must understand that. You must understand that fact. Because that U.S. debt, it it affects all of us, regardless of race and class. So that being said, this is my only, that's my, this is my take on this. This is my perspective on the U.S. debt, $100 trillion U.S. debt. If you have any ideas, how we're going to solve it, uh, resolve these issues. If you have any idea, I would like to hear from you. If you're an economist, I would like to hear from you. So give me a call. Let's talk. Let's have a dialogue. Let's talk. Take care. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye.